Guess who just turned 21 today? We have a bonus episode. My name is John Mendez, and I am your host. Welcome to Walk to Wealth, where I motivate and inspire people new to the world of personal finance by letting you all in behind the scenes of someone who's still on his way. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. For all my new listeners, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you can make it. For all the OGs in the building, welcome back home. Thank you for all the loyalty and all the support. So I decided to do today's episode because, uh, as you know, my very first episode is my walk to wealth. And I made that episode back in December of 2021, and it dropped officially in January. And quite some time has passed from then. And I thought, why not, you know, also I asked on a poll, but why not it be a good idea to do an update for my birthday? And then a lot of you guys in the poll that I posted on Instagram stories replied that I should. And so now I'm going to make this like a yearly thing where like every birthday I do like a birthday check-in slash like bonus episode where I just update you guys how the year went. Also kind of for me, I get to see how much I was able to grow if that was what I planned initially at the beginning of the year and kind of get to document my journey and kind of have like a series where like every year, you know, I just update everyone and you guys will literally see my walk to wealth every year. You're going to be updated and if someone really wanted to, you know, it might take a little more scrolling by the time we get to next year, but they could just scroll always back to the very first episode, see where it began when I started this podcast, and then just check in the yearly updates. So I'm going to make this a thing now. I'm going to do a bonus episode. So let's start off with credit cards. Uh, credit cards is one of the main things that I first like really got hooked on and interested on in terms of uh, when I first started like uh, my personal finance journey. Uh, since my first walk to episode to now, I have about, I believe, seven cards now. One with Bank of America, six with Chase. Uh, of those six cards that I have with Chase, I have um, four personal cards and two business cards. Now, from the time I'm making my intro to points and miles episode i have um another two more cards if i'm not mistaken i have the marriott bonvoy boundless card and i also have the uh chase inc unlimited card so in total i have the i started off with the bank of america card then i got the chase freedom flex then i got the chase freedom unlimited then i got the chase sapphire preferred then i got the chase in cash then i got the marriott bonvoy boundless card and then I got the Chase Inc. Unlimited card. So those are my seven cards that I have. Right now I have over 300,000 points-ish. And I also have um, a couple nights with Marriott that I have to redeem because I hit the welcome bonus for them. Currently working on hitting my welcome bonus for my Chase Inc. Unlimited card, which is going to be a little difficult, but I'm not going to manage because I know how to maneuver. And then also I have... Um, I'm about at the time of me making this, I'm like a few weeks out from getting my first Amex card. And so I'm going to start off with the Amex Gold Delta, not the Amex Gold card that everyone knows, the Amex Delta Gold. Uh, so that card has a zero intro AP, um, zero, zero dollar intro annual fee. Then every year after is $99. But even still, like I'll be able to get priority boarding and I'll be able to get a free checked bag. So I go on one trip. And I go with two or three people with me. I go on one family trip and everyone brings a checked bag. That's, you know, the annual fee and then some. And it's up to, I think, six or seven or eight people. I'm not much. I'm not sure. So um, that's where I'm at in terms of the credit cards. So I'm on the, the cusp of finally going to Amex. I, I already have enough Chase cards. As of now, my game plan for Chase 
I plan on in the future, um, eventually dropping my Chase Sapphire Preferred to the Chase Sapphire regular card, like just Chase Sapphire, because that's a no annual fee card. And then once I'm making more money with real estate, I'm spending more money on expenses, I'm going to apply for the Chase Inc. um, Preferred, because that card has an annual fee of, uh, I think, 99 bucks. Uh, which is similar to the Chase Sapphire Preferred. It also has the same exact benefits, just a business card. So um, I'd rather not have two of the same cards. So I'm going to drop down to Chase Sapphire Preferred. And then I can still use all the same points from Chase because Chase, all the points are transferable between accounts. And then um, I'm going to get the Chase Inc. Preferred. That welcome bonus as of right now is like spend 15000 get like 100-something thousand points back. I'm not spending 15000 though. So... As of right now, I can't get that card, but in the future, I'm definitely going to come back from that, and then that might be my very, very last Chase card ever. But for now, I'm going to go into the Amex world, so it's probably going to be a while before I ever uh, go back to Chase. So we'll see. We'll wait it out. Our credit score right now is currently around like 740-ish, 745, depending on whether you look on Credit Karma or Experian. Um, so it's between that range. And then that's it in terms of credit card updates. Now let's move over to investment strategies. Uh, so my goal for 2021 or 2022 was to get my first investment property. And so right now I'm going to have to pivot a little bit because I started looking more into it and it seems like it's going to be difficult to become a homeowner because if I become a homeowner, I lose my housing subsidy and I settle with my grandparents, as you guys know. So what I'm planning to do now is get into the Airbnb arbitrage space and potentially just lease out a property and then have the property that I'm leasing um, pretty much be used for Airbnb, VRBO, all that jazz. And that way, uh, me and my business partner that I plan to do this with, we can start getting some money. I can start, you know, I can, I don't technically become a homeowner because the property is leased. So, uh, meaning I can keep my housing subsidy, keep my grandparents for that, and uh, keep on doing what I do. And now, everyone's favorite topic, real estate. Uh, so as an agent, it wasn't honestly the year I was expecting. I thought I was going to do so much more. I thought I was going to be rookie of the year. I thought I was going to be closing houses left and right. And it it really didn't turn out that way at all. And so, so far this year, I've closed three rentals. Um, not the most proud of it, but, you know, rather three than nothing. And so uh, part of my, my biggest issue is that I allow creativity to get in my way. So yes, creativity is, is, you know, super nice to be creative and have great ideas, but it's also like nothing ever gets done. And there was definitely like a lot of nights where I was just overthinking. There's a couple nights where I, I, you know, I was just in my head and I was just wondering maybe, should I do this? Should I keep on going? Is it worth it? What I'm going to do, you know, because your well runs dry after a while. If you're not closing deals, you can't just, you know, run live off of reserves forever. And so, um, I was supposed to, my goal was, I'm pretty sure, to leave San Rafael and be full-time in real estate selling houses by March. And I'm still currently in San Rafael, super grateful for that job. And um, the goal is still eventually to start selling houses so I can just be full-time in real estate. Um, but, you know, I'm still at the job for now. I definitely enjoy still working there. It's a good environment, fast pace. I'm also a good place to get some food. And so my plans didn't end up turning out, but I still have about a three solid months left in this year to get something going and close out this year with some deals. So we'll see how it works and we'll see how it plays out. On the bright side, though, I was able to do a lot of things I didn't imagine I could do or I didn't really foresee in the plan back when I dropped my first episode. 
I've been able to teach social media classes to other realtors, and that kind of blew up. I still remember to this day when I I made a quick Facebook post that had five tips, and in those five tips, um, I pretty much it, it was nothing like too too fancy. It was they were quick tips, and then um, after I dropped that that Facebook post in a group, I pretty much I received a bunch of comments saying thank you. One of the comments was a co-host of the early uh the early birds talking real estate mastermind call that's on clubhouse that i'm always on and so uh she asked me if i wouldn't mind teaching a class on this and i told her that i've never taught a class before and then she pretty much was like john let us know when you want to get this scheduled and so i was like at that point in time i couldn't really say no so i mean i took the opportunity and so i i created my first class it had over 440 people sign up and it kind of really blew out the water then i had to learn you know how to teach a class how to host on zoom how to send out you mass emails how to invite people and which led to me doing another class and then i got i was interviewed on how to market yourself in spanish and then i was i taught a class for dual career agents i taught from my office um, and then I taught my first paid class in August, which went really well. And uh, at the time of me making this birthday bonus episode, currently working on doing my third class. Um, right now, I'm working on getting on a magazine uh, for real estate at this time. And I'm also potentially having in the works right now, um, maybe doing like some type of summit. So I have a lot planned with just the social media stuff. And so real estate hasn't been what I expected in terms of transaction, but it definitely opened a lot of doors. I was able to meet a ton of amazing, amazing people um, from these Keller Williams family reunion event and the Mega Camp event and the Quantum Leap event. I was able to find my mission statement and define it and clarify it. You know, my mission in life is to enlighten the unenlightened by helping people build wealth and think abundantly. Um, and I've been able to meet, you know, um, uh, just spend a day with a billionaire. There's been so many fun things I've been able to do, so many experiences that I probably would have never got to experience had I not been in real estate and had I not, you know, jumped into the deep end and just immersed myself in it. Another couple of amazing things that I was able to do with real estate and with this podcast, I've been able to, you know, help so many people, uh, more people than I ever thought, really, uh, just with giving them advice in terms of, you know, how to get into real estate. You know, whether they should become an agent, whether they should buy, whether they shouldn't. A lot of people will DM me, mainly for on the how to become an agent side. What is it like being an agent? You know, is it hard? How do you get your license? How do you get to the class? A lot of people have been asking me for advice on there. And also with the podcast, I've been able to, you know, help out, give some people advice on that front. On the social media side of things, I know I brought it up earlier. I'm doing a classes, but uh, I hit uh, a video that has over 40,000 views on my personal Instagram page. It has like close to 44,000. And on my podcast page, I have a, view, a video that has over 10,000. I only have 200 followers or 230 followers on my podcast page. So that was super exciting. So I've been able to see some growth there. Let's take a quick break. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. If you didn't know, part of my mission statement comes from Plato's quote, the duty of the enlightened is to enlighten the unenlightened. And so since you guys are getting enlightened with all the gems we're dropping on this podcast, it is now your duty to share this with a friend so that then they can become enlightened and continue on their walk to wealth. So make sure to stop what you're doing right now, share this with a friend so we can continue being amazing humans and helping others in their walks to wealth.
on the regular investment side of things, I haven't really made any investments or you know deposits into my traditional portfolio. I still have the same exact positions. I have the SEHD, which is a high dividend yield ETF with Charles Schwab. I have my same six stock positions: Amex, Tesla, J.P. Morgan, Nike, Walmart, Amazon. And then there's this building company that I invested a while ago because my friend told me to invest in it. And then I had the same four index funds with Fidelity, the FSR Index, which is a real estate investment trust, uh, FZROX, FizRox, which is a Fidelity Zero Total Market Index Fund, uh, FZILX, which is an international markets index fund, and then I have an inflation-protected treasury bond index fund so i still have the same positions on that front haven't really made any you know additional investments there but i haven't sold anything either so that's still there also i still have the same amount of student loans because biden has been pushing everything back haven't had to yet start paying them but he's also i guess as of now planning to give anyone who has Pell Grant and makes under a certain amount of money forgiveness up to 20000 which might entirely erase my student loans that I have to pay back. Do I know how, you know, what the drawbacks are in the future? Not really, but, you know, I might be, aside from my car, you know, one step closer to becoming debt-free. Uh, so that is a super big goal of mine as of right now is to be debt free by the end of the year. The goal is also to get my first investment property. But the first step before that is to become debt free. And then that's going to give me the runway to start building up my reserves, which is then going to give me the runway to start really going crazy with the Airbnb arbitrage stuff that I'm working on with my partner. To give you guys a little bit of a catch up with the podcast itself, the podcast has definitely been growing a lot. It definitely grew a lot more than I expected because when I first started a podcast back in December and then my first couple of episodes dropped in January, that's when I got my most downloads per episode. If you check all those first interviews that I did, well, not even interviews, episodes that I did before I even started interviewing people, before I really knew how to edit, before I started blasting out content on social media, that's when I had my most downloads. Don't know how or what I did really besides do an episode on my own, but um, that's when I actually had the most downloads per episode. Then everything started dropping. My All my views started going down. My downloads started going down. I was barely getting 10 downloads per episode. Um. Once I started doing interviews, and it was at a point where I could barely even interview for like five people to interview myself. That's why I split up the podcast interviews into two parts in the beginning because I didn't even have anyone to interview for quite a bit of time. Now, at the time of me making this video, in the first half, I did, I started, at least this, this episode, it was before I turned 21. And then part of it is during when, like, the day of my birthday. And then I couldn't finish the rest because my birthday weekend ended up being more fun than I expected. So uh, I'm finishing this after now that I'm 21. And it was just an amazing birthday one. Back to what I was saying. Um, then in late July, August, um, that's when I, I finally started getting some traction. I found out about this platform called Guestio and then a couple other platforms, which are essentially like matchmaking platforms for podcast guests and hosts. And now... I was able to, you know, come across of a lot of people at the time, you know, of this recording. My whole entire September is already booked. I was able to interview someone that has over 160,000 followers, and his episode should be going live 
uh, it should be the episode right after the one, you know, this one. Actually, I'm interviewing the head of inclusion and belonging for the entire Keller Williams. So I've been able to, you know, get some pretty, you know, successful guests on here. As I said, September is already booked. I have a bunch of pre-show calls, so it won't be long for October, you know, two, three weeks end of September. Uh, October should be pretty much fully booked. I have listeners in every continent and not uh, like consistent listeners, but I'll get like a download or two in like Australia every once in a while. So that still technically counts. And so I'm also at this point in time, my goal for the end of the year was to get to 3000 currently like a little over 1300. So I'm not on track to do it, but as you know, with you know, consistency of practice and you, you'll, your growth will like slowly start growing exponentially. So I'm sure I'm very confident I can hit 3000, although I'm not on track to hit 3000 right now because I'm going to stay consistent and stick with the process. Uh, I also, as of right now, I think by the end of October, I probably should be booked for podcast episodes for at least the next five to six months ish, um, depending on how many guests I get. And so that's looking to be really exciting. I want to make sure I get you guys the highest quality guests and that all the episodes that I have on are a good conversation. So the podcast is starting to do well, starting to flourish. Finally, I'm starting to get a lot more downloads per episode now. Now I'm up to about 30 right now. I'm doing full interviews. I'm blasting out social media content. I'm starting to grow, which is amazing just how I'm watching this all play out. I also applied to be a speaker at PodFest in January, which is, a, I think, a two- or three-day conference in, uh, I believe, Florida, some part of Florida, I think Orlando or Miami, I think. And I applied to be a speaker there. So, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll get to become a speaker there. I'm trying to look for more podcasts that I can be a guest on. So I'm looking to do that. And just keep on growing, keep on continuing the podcast. It definitely grew more than I imagined. And I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how much it grows this upcoming year. I want to give, I want to take this time. I know I say thank you in my outro all the time, but I want to take this time in this episode to give a bunch of special thank yous to some very special people in my life. First and foremost, I want to definitely thank my best friend, Emily, for just being there and sticking with me and, you know, just helping me out and help me grow personally as well as professionally put me on to my first job um or my first actual job job i guess you could say because i worked as a caddy and i had a job in college but those i don't really count those so putting me on to my first job and so um i want to say thank you to her i want to say a big thank you to my boy rico um rico put me on to my first ever job which was the caddying um, at least my first job where i started making some money i guess you could say which was caddying big thank you to him Still one of my good boys today. I want to say thank you to Marcus for, you know, putting the idea of podcasting in my head. Without him, this podcast would have never even became an idea. It might have become an idea in, a, in the future, but it definitely would have never started when it did without him suggesting the idea. And although, you know, he wasn't able to be my co-host for this, you know, this show, unfortunately. Uh, luckily, you know, he he's planted the seed to of the idea to start a podcast and i ended up it took me a lot longer than i expected but i ended up following through with it and now because of him i have this podcast where i can you know build this community and share you know my journey with you guys i want to thank a big shout out to um and though we haven't talked in a while you might have you know you might never hear this episode but adam cognetta uh he was like kind of like my mentor 
not really my mentor, but like kind of my mentor. I would reach out to him like once a month, twice a month. And he definitely guided me throughout the journey of me getting my real estate license and introduced me to several people that helped. So big shout out to him. I want to thank uh, Jen Henry, my coach in real estate, definitely for, you know, helping me, you know, stay on track, helping me just, just being there as a coach and, uh, helping me stay focused because I get very creative and I tend to go off track and not stick to my plan and sway one way or another but and also from letting me know that uh my plan and you know all my on you know audaciously large goals are possible and just you know just being supportive I want to say thank you as well to Margaret who's also my coach at one point in time but Margaret, she led me to getting my first rental transaction, which is, is going to stick with me for, you know, for the rest of time. Because the first one is, although it was a rental, it's the, that's the first one. So that's going to stick with me forever. I want to say a big shout out to uh, Donna Gilbert. She uh, introduced me to the Pivot Shift Group, which has been the most amazing community of people that I've ever come across, ever like there's no other group of people that I've met that are as supported, you know, as, you know, growth oriented and abundantly thinking and open minded. Like those are a group of amazing people. I want to say another thank you to Dave DeVito. Uh, he came on a podcast. He was my second interview. It's funny. I actually interviewed him before I interviewed Margaret. I think it was the day before. But uh, Margaret's interview dropped first. But yeah, I want to say a shout out to Dave just for introducing me to the Connecticut Real Estate Investor Association and opening me up to the investor world uh, and for uh, also coming on the podcast as well as, you know, just sharing his, you know, his knowledge and his experience with me because he's also kind of into the uh, or big time into the marketing thing a lot more than I am. Um, so a big shout out to him. I want to say a shout out to my good friend Luis down in South Florida. Uh, she's definitely helped me out, you know, at a couple of times where I needed help my, my pre-listing scripts or my pre-listing package. And there's been several other times I've been able to call her. She's also like the founding member of my hair care club. I met Luis through the Pivot Shift group. I also just want to say a big, big shout out and thanks to each and every one of you listening to this episode. I appreciate and I love all you guys. And, you know, the world and the journey of entrepreneur, especially in your beginning phases, is extremely lonely. It's extremely, like, extremely tiresome. It's very hard to keep on going when the fruits of your labor, it it takes a while for them to really blossom. So it's, it almost feels as if you're working for no reason at times. So big, big, big thank you to everyone that's listening, everyone that's supporting, everyone that's, you know, referred this podcast to a friend. Just uh, appreciate all you guys. And, you know, I look forward to giving you guys more content, better content, uh, you know, more successful people, better stories, better everything. I just, you know, really appreciate you guys and everyone that I've been able to meet through podcasting. And I look forward for this, what this next year has in store. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. Again, I am your host, John Mendez. You can find me at John Mendez underscore realtor and at walk to wealth on Instagram. Please make sure to subscribe and leave a review if you're loving the podcast so far. New episodes are released every Sunday. Look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Take care.